All right, listeners, welcome to season two podcast of Life is Better with You in It. And this season is all about transitions and this word with that won't leave me alone. And so I've got someone who's been through a couple of transitions herself. She's one of the first people I thought of when I thought about having this podcast season. So I want to introduce you to my friend, Tiffany. And Tiffany is an author. She is a big wig at a job. She's got all of the things going on for volunteers. She's done international travel. So Tiffany, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. You got it. And so um, listeners, I brought Tiffany on because I want her to talk to you about her book. And her book is a little bit about transition. I think that we, as a collective human um, nature, we go through these transitions in life, um, whether they're good, bad, or ugly, right? We all experience some sort of transition, some sort of season where we make a change for our lives um, or something happens to us and then we have to kind of react to it. And so Tiffany is someone who who's been through a couple of transitions. So Tiffany, tell us a little bit about you, right? You're a mom, you have, you know, a a job where you get to travel a bunch. You, it says on your book that international travel saved your life. And so you sit on a board for a nonprofit, like tell us about a couple of the things that you do besides um, being a mom. What is that? What does life look like for you? Yeah. Aside from being a mom, which is, which is the most important role that I have, right? I have three amazing kids. Um, definitely, um, my job is such a huge blessing. I love it. I do um, software testing and installation as a contractor. Um, I, for the aid now, it's been such a wonderful ride. I've been on the board now for almost six years in helping the homeless community locally um, and those facing food insecurity. Um, did get into some volunteer work with, a nonprofit called All Hands and Hearts, where we did disaster response and relief. So that took me um, across the world in several ways, um, which is mentioned in the book. And then I also do volunteering at church, uh, playing um, keys in the band and with children's ministry and just all sorts of things. Definitely busy. I keep myself busy. I uh, sure. I can tell. And so on top of all of those things, you mentioned and hinted at the fact that you wrote a book. And so listeners, she wrote a book and it's called the Beauty Beyond the Threshold. And it talks about how international travel saved your life. So tell us about this book and maybe, you know, what kind of transition you went through in this book that you wanted to share with everybody. Sure. So I had never, ever envisioned I was going to be an author. That that wasn't something that was on my bucket list of things to do. Um, But I had a really interesting thing happen where I was in a season of my life where I was very severely depressed. Mm. And I found what brought me out of that was pushing myself out of my comfort zone and trying new things. Um, So that's where I got the title Beauty Beyond the Threshold, because there's good things that come beyond those comfort zone lines Mm. and how I pushed myself in those boundaries was traveling and volunteering and disaster response projects. So through that, um, I would tell people my story of my transformation, how these trips were really good for me, how I tried new things. My confidence was boosted. I I gave some self-respect and self-love and they're like, you need to tell people about this. This Mm -hmm. is important. So that's why I decided to share my story. That's awesome. So when I think about writing a book, right? So I'm also writing a book. I'm writing a book about like this word with. I'm writing a book about being something else because I've been called that a couple times in my life. And I'm like, well, that's mine now. And I'm just going to use it in a positive way. (laughs) 
And so when I think about the person in the chair, Bob Goff tells me to focus on the person in the chair. So when you wrote this book, who was your person in the chair? Who was the person that you were writing to um, when you kind of came out of this like season of transition and transformation? I specifically wrote the book to those who are hurting, who are sad, who are depressed, who feel like they have no direction, who feel mm. like they are um, just at a loss of how, where to go in life. And so I wanted to write the book for them to show that there is hope. And sometimes you're just going to have to push yourself a little bit to get it. If you're sitting stagnant, that change doesn't come. And sometimes it's through uncomfortable things. But I found when you push yourself to do something new, then your confidence just grows. And I would, my hope and prayer was to help other people find that confidence. Gotcha. So you did international travel and you're writing, you're writing to someone who is depressed, hurting, going through something probably big and like trying to tell them, like, go do something uncomfortable, right? Like go do something that's going to make you very uncomfortable because you're going to learn something from it. And so out of all the things that you could have picked, you picked international travel. What made you pick it? Like, were you up late at night watching QVC? And then they were like, let's do some international travel to volunteer. Like, what made you think about that? Like, you know, having to get a passport, shots, I'm sure, all of the things to do that. Yeah, so I, um, the concept of traveling by myself was never something, again, that I had ever envisioned I would do. Yeah, um, But it was kind of one of those, like, <laughs> yeah, it was one of those kind of aha epiphany moments. I was taking a walk. Um, around a lake that had like a path and there was a big branch that had fallen across the, the path and for some reason the first thing that popped in my mind because everyone else normally be like oh a branch let me step over yeah what popped into my mind was oh my goodness I wonder if I should go help in Puerto Rico now let me rewind here okay. so I'm like wait what what? <laughs> yes. So Hurricane Maria, a few months prior, had hit Puerto Rico, um, what caused total devastation. And I have family that lives in Puerto Rico. My grandmother was born and raised, and I knew that they had struggled down there. And so for some reason, seeing this branch just brought me to Puerto Rico and the devastation that had, was caused there. So I immediately rushed back to my desk and Googled, like, is there any volunteer work in Puerto Rico? Now, I I'm telling you, this was not something that was from me. This was like something that was like, you know, God telling me you need to go do this. Wow. Um, and I found this organization called All Hands and Hearts and they had volunteer opportunities. And I booked and I signed up for like within two weeks. I already had my passport, thankfully. But I knew that if I put it off, I wouldn't go because I'd be too scared because the job descriptions were like roof repair and yeah mold removal and I'm like I don't know how to do any of these things but for mm -hmm. some reason I felt so called to go do it and I just signed up for it and I was scared out of my mind what did you learn from the experience of like getting completely out of the country to get you out of your comfort zone and get you out of this like depression I don't know if like you know depression is a thing that you get cured from I don't know enough about it to speak about it um but like what did you learn from that experience? I think it took me completely out of my element. And in, in my day-to-day -day life, I was just kind of going through the motions, mm. going to work, going to my job and going to, you know, the kids' activities, things like that. So it really had to take something that took me out of comfort into something new environment. 
and um, learning new things was cool meeting new people. It was interesting. But what I, the most I got out of it was experiencing the gratitude from the people we were helping. Um, in particular, we helped fix the roof um, for this man named Israel. And he was just in tears. So mm-hmm. grateful. It was telling us the stories about how after the hurricane hit, they didn't have power for seven months. Um, you know, they had to walk down to the town and get ice every single morning and stand in line just so they could keep some of their food cold. And I thought to myself, you know, maybe my problems aren't as big as they seemed. You know, it made me take a step back to think I've been taking so much of my life for granted and I need to really keep in mind of the things that I'm like trying to trick myself into thinking about how bad my life is going. And um, it really put things into perspective for, for me to go home and then try to just live a life of having more gratitude and then also taking the skills that I had learned and that new confidence, like I, I can do concrete roof repair because I was successful and I did it. And that's really right. cool. Yeah. <laughs> Not a lot that's of people awesome. can say that. No, I cannot say that. I typically call yeah. somebody. <laughs> <laughs> So you've learned, you know, to get some perspective, you got, you took yourself out of your element to kind of take on like this mission strip, get yourself out of the day to day. And then, you know, you decided to write it all out on paper for other people and to help other people. So if someone were sitting in an elevator with you, right. And you knew that this person was a person in the chair, right. You had talked to this person for a few minutes and you know that this was someone that was in that chair that you were writing to and they were going through a hard season, I'm wondering, right, like when I think about us being with other people, sometimes I think it's as easy as like having a conversation or you're feeling led to say something to somebody. And like, that's how we can start to genuinely be with people. So when I think about people who want to help others, if you were in an elevator with someone who was in that chair, what would you tell them? You had two minutes to talk to them about your experience and like how to help them help themselves and get help. What would you tell them? I would say that there is no greater joy than the than the feeling of helping other people. And especially when you're feeling sad yourself, it is hard sometimes to get out there and put yourself out there and do something. But the beauty of volunteering is that there are organizations for literally so many different things. If you're an animal lover, um, there you can volunteer with an organization that uh, you know deals with animals or you know if you want to help feed the homeless I mean there's there's so many options so many options yeah. and in that process of helping other people you learn about yourself and so I encourage that you know getting putting yourself out there and sometimes it's intimidating to try something new or take on a different role that you're not used to in a volunteer sense it, it really is life-changing and I highly recommend it That's awesome. So for our listeners out there, obviously it's important for us to be with other people and to take those next steps to make yourself uncomfortable, right? If you're hurting, if you've got something going on, volunteering is a great and effective way to kind of like instantly help you put your mind into perspective and kind of give yourself some gratitude about what you're experiencing and that when you go home, you can figure it out, right? If you can figure out how to fix a roof, I'm sure that there's always a way, there's always a way and there's always another option to figure out the things that you've got going on in life. So tell me a little bit about maybe who you're currently volunteering with now and maybe how others could get involved. 
Sure. So I um, do a lot of active volunteering with Aid Now. Being on the board, we have constant activities going on with that that keep me busy. Um, I also volunteer at my church, as I mentioned earlier, um, doing worship and with children's ministry. Uh, and so for right now, those are the things that keep me really busy. Um, yeah. Also have volu- done little tiny volunteer things here and there. Back in December, I volunteered with Reese Across America. So there are opportunities to do something that's just a one day thing. Um, if you want to just try it, you don't have to commit. I think that's sometimes the hard part is that mm. people think if they sign up to volunteer, they're committing to something long term. And there are options where you can just sign up and try, just give it a try. Um, I encourage you to look at, you know, figure out what you're interested in. You want to volunteer in something that you're interested in and just do a quick Google search and see what's available in your area. Um, and then reach out to those organizations and take the steps from there. Awesome. So we can get involved. We'll post the links after this podcast about aid now, how to get involved. And I think that there's like a website too. It's like um, volunteer match or something.org where you can like, kind of like put in your specifics. And so those of you listeners um, and those who are supporting people kind of in these types of scenarios, maybe like navigating depression, navigating a terrible season, get off the couch, get out there, go try something new. Tiffany, do you think that there's like a secret sauce for the way in which you are with other people, right? Because I've kind of watched you for a while, not in a creepy way, but like you can, you have a way of like being with other people and with other people volunteering and encouraging other people. So is there any secret sauce to it or is it just as simple as committing and signing up? Like what, what is that for you? For me personally, um, it's been taking the steps in each in the beginning, it's really hard because I, I get very uncomfortable and nervous and and my face tells that. So everybody <laughs> can see that I'm uncomfortable and nervous. Um, it does take for it does take time and once you put once you get comfortable and gain that confidence, then there's a beautiful transformation that happens. So you get past the nervousness and it's like a phase, right? So it's, you're very, very nervous and mm-hmm. you're kind of, okay, but it, this is good. And then you're nervous and it's good. And then it just gets more to like, this is good. And you're no longer nervous anymore because you've, you've crossed that threshold. You've crossed that boundary and you're really seeing the good that's coming out of these experiences. I'm also found what, what has helped me st- be more with people in these things as I try new things as I've noticed that as I go through life and there are times where I have hit hard situations I've hit sad situations I've hit some heartbreak I've I've had troubles and turmoils and and all of the above but through serving and volunteering my mindset is more focused on the positive it's more focused Mm. on the good versus the negative and so I then kind of wrap myself around those experiences in volunteering because I know it's going to help keep my mind focused in the right direction and focused on what good is happening in my situation versus the sad. And that in itself is like, it's, it's transformational for your mind. So it's like being engaged with the people mm-hmm. is what helps keep me not depressed. And it's a beautiful cycle and they don't even know it really, I mean, they're just, they're just there doing their thing, but they're um, helping me in ways that they don't even realize. I think that um, 
for some of our listeners and like even me included, I'm like, did the volunteering solve your problems? It doesn't sound like it did, but it gives you that different perspective to be able to handle it in a much probably better, more effective way than what you would have if you didn't have that perspective. So listeners, I encourage you to get out there be volunteering because when you're going through a transition specifically, when you're going through something that's rough, I think that there's so much value in in a couple of things. Okay. So I'll leave you with these listeners. It sounds like Tiffany's telling us that there's value in being around people because we're never going to escape people and there's so much value in with. So being with people, whether it's volunteering, whether it's, you know, being with others at a park, whatever, get out there and go find some people. There's other, there's also value in finding that perspective. So being able to focus your mind on what is positive, what is good, what's going good, and then continuing to have that positive stuff going on, right? Like I'm going to continue to volunteer. This is my one good thing, and this is going to help my perspective. And then the last thing I think is about um, getting involved, finding some way to just try and be uncomfortable, like get comfortable being uncomfortable. Because I think if we can try all those three things, I think it can help us as we walk through whatever transition, right? We have no idea who's going to listen to this podcast. We have no idea who's who's maybe going through something right now. Because even sometimes when you say, how are you? People are like, I'm fine. But you yeah. not, you not. And I know you're not. So let's talk about it. So let's keep focused on those three things, listeners, as you be with other people, as you walk through transition, that your mindset is a beautiful thing. So focus on the good get uncomfortable, go do something that's going to make you feel uncomfortable because you're going to learn something from it. And then get with people because there's no way around getting with people um, and being in community with people. So Tiffany, thank you for your time today. I'm so grateful to have you on the podcast and we are going to put your book on the Amazon link. We'll put it in the comments. And then we'll put in a link to about getting involved with aid now and then some volunteering for anyone who's outside of the Virginia area. Thank you so much for having me. It's been such a pleasure chatting with you today. You're welcome. All right, listeners, life is better with you in it. And thank you for listening today. Have a great week. 